0: We are back on the uh, KYMN Morning Show. Joining us now in our studios is Northfield's City Administrator, uh, Ben Marting. Good morning, Ben. Good
1: morning.
0: Uh, You had a meeting last night. It was a work session, actually, not technically a meeting, but uh, you did gather last evening and talked about a couple of things. First of all, the capital improvement plan, uh, pedestrian uh, and bikeway recommendations were discussed last night. Uh, Tell us kind of the the scope of this and what, what did you focus on last evening?
1: Yeah, so we have, uh, we brought forward some additional analysis related to um, our our street planning, I guess, capital planning, but also includes things like trails and the pedestrian components really is an area of focus, so uh, biking, uh, walking, and then having um, safe corridors to do that, safe facilities to do that. Um, and how do we better plan uh, for those types of things, kind of come up with some consistent goals and guidelines with it. So we brought in a consulting company to take a look at that in conjunction with our capital planning. Um, So they did, uh, Alta uh, is the the planning company that we worked with. They basically are taking a a look at things like where are our uh, destinations for people kind of coming and going? Um, and then, also, what are our city plans look like, and then what are our capital planning, and then doing some planning around that so I think the one of the main takeaways is, as they said it 's really important to have a comprehensive network that has some consistency from one area to the other, so that is your bike biking in particular that it 's predictable, people are kind of familiar with how they operate, and then they link together better kind of throughout the the community. Kind of like collector streets connect together well and have similar designs from a road standpoint, one of the biggest things they talked about was really for um, experts who can ride be comfortable more riding on in in traffic um, is a pretty small segment of the population, so really what we 're trying to do is to be build a system of networks um, for sidewalks trails and in biking um, that really allows all ages and abilities. Um, Uh, as it relates to crossings as well as uh, the design. And one of the the main things you can do is to simply separate um, vehicles from the bikeways uh, so that there's either a physical barrier of some kind like a curb or you have it raised where it's off of the actual street grade. And and that's where you're going to see the vast majority of people being comfortable to bike and feel comfortable in that type of environment. So... um, to do that there's basically recommending for the most part the primary design recommendations that they've got is a based on the widths of our current streets that we have is a two-way protected uh, bikeway so similar to where we've had these cycle tracks where you can go two ways basically adding a curb in with that um fairly um reasonably inexpensive, I guess, to build those in. They actually have a curb product that kind of is cut out and then laid in. Kind of they explained it. It's like kinda like Play-Doh being laid out. So Hmm. you can um so you can probably get a lot more projects added in on basically if you're doing a mill and overlay, that's kind of the recommendation that because it's cheaper than tearing all the what, curb out
0: what, what what areas of town are we are, are we looking at here is this uh, all over everywhere or is this just one uh avenue for bicyclists to get from point, uh, one side of town to the other
1: yeah more through to get through the the community as a whole so there were seven mm-hmm. major corridors identified basically through the city where Kind of like if you have a major collector for a roadway, those would be mm-hmm. similar types of areas where um, where, there's, where those would go in. So it would be um, Heritage Drive, Adams Drive, Roosevelt Drive, um, Lincoln Parkway, Lincoln Street over on Greenville, Armstrong Road, kind of in the industrial area, um, Washington Street, A Street, Prairie Street, Maple. So again, areas kind of cutting through the community and being connector points once you get into the neighborhoods and that type of a thing then the lower traffic volumes of lower speeds don't demand that type of infrastructure but as it relates to having kind of those major roadways where maybe the speeds are a little higher and things it's really trying to find a way to protect bicyclists so they can be safe um, riding in those types of environment the ideal situation is again you'd, you'd raise it have it separated from the traffic so imagine like if you had a parking lane or something, extending the curb into that parking area, raising it up, and then you'd have a sidewalk separated by bike lane facilities in these corridors. That's really the ideal, but you typically do that when you're doing a major full reconstruction of the street, which um, doesn't happen very often. So the incremental approach is um, laying some curb in or in the worst case scenario, I guess, at least doing painting. But we we do know that the, the paint really doesn't make people comfortable um the separation with some physical barriers really where that's achieved
0: uh Northfield's city administrator Ben Martig is uh, joining us is there uh something uh, coming up I mean is this going to go into action is this plan going to go into action soon is there anything coming up on the uh uh subsequent council meetings
1: yeah we well first of all we're going to the planning commission later this week they've had a lot of interest in this area um, we also are ha- planning to have some public informational meetings in September. We don't have the details yet, but getting some feedback from the public. So again, this is going to be community impacting people across the city. So hopefully we'll get some interest from people and then, um, uh, to attend those. And then uh, later this year, hopefully in the October time period, the council will be, um, uh, approving some of the report details, um, and starting to implement some of the design plans so that when we are, Doing our capital planning, we can integrate this in. you know another one that we really didn 't get into in great detail from a design standpoint, but we did ident there was also identified major intersection concerns um, throughout where there are big crossings because that 's that 's probably one of the m- most dangerous types of situations is when there are where there are intersections and having good safe control so it could include things like having bump outs at identified locations to shorten the crossing distance for pedestrians that also Increases visibility for um, vehicles and uh, also does some traffic homing, so s- slowing down some of the speeds. So that was something discussed. There, there, there is the ability. We didn't really get into that policy discussion, but the state law does now allow a twenty-five mile per hour um, citywide speed uh, limit to be put into effect. Um, where currently it's thirty under state law, but if you sign the entrances to your city, you can reduce those speeds. But One of the things that we know, too, is is that um, design of the roadway is probably the most effective to impact speeds, not enforcement and not just by putting up uh, lower speed limits. In fact, where you can get dangerous situations is where you have significantly different speeds happening for vehicles.
0: Okay, we'll we'll continue this conversation sometime in the future. We've got to move on because you had uh, much of the uh, night last night was a budget work session. Uh, You're getting starting to mold what the budget looks like, uh, for 2023, 24, uh, for, uh, sessions. Uh, what was discussed last night? Are you getting kind of whittled down?
1: Yeah, we're kind of, um, looking big picture, but we are also trying to incrementally approach the budget, which I think is a, a wise strategy because then the more difficult, um, policy discussions and impacts can kind of be narrowed in as we go. So last night there was no action as a work session, but I think we got consensus on all of our utility rates, um, uh, for the 2023, uh, currently the average user pays about $90 per month and they, they, that's for drinking water, um, Sewer treatment uh, and collection, garbage, refuse removal, and then stormwater um, management. So, that total of all those together is about $90, a little over $90 per month. Um, the city council, the, the biggest one that we know that we're looking at some pretty major changes in the rates would be our water fund because we're looking at a $30 million plus water treatment plant that would be adding. Um, unfortunately, that's the common for communities our size to have that type of a water treatment plant. So we're probably about half the rates currently from what most uh, communities similar to Northfield would be paying. Um, but you get used to paying a bill and that's kind of where you're <laughs> at. And um, So, so the increases yeah. never look good with that, but um, we are trying to get federal grants. So there um, we've, applied for five i think and right now we're down to one potentially that's still active um but as much as seventy-five or hundred percent potentially funded by the Feds, we'll see. We'll keep working, and there's been some new federal legislation. Maybe we can go after more. But
0: let's get that one hundred percent. It's for
1: you know basically the reason we need to do it, it's primarily related to that we have safe drinking water for all, and um, we have some manganese issues right now. And again, we've talked about that is use bottling water or, or treated water if uh, for young, very young infants and, and mothers that are pregnant. If you have questions on that, you can go to our website, but that would take care of that. The treatment plant also then would, as we look at future regulations that might come down the road, that would have the plant in a capacity to fairly easily ramp up and do additional treatments. And then there's some softening benefits too where you'll be able to get softened water where you might not even need to have a water softener in some cases depending on how, how much you like the hardness or soft water. But we're looking at an increase just on the water of about $4 per month, and that's the primary change um, to kind of start to ramp up for preparing for that. That's about a 15% increase on the water rate. Um, We did talk about going as high as 28, but the council said let's start at 15 and see where the grants might come in at. So basically going from $90 a month to about $95 a month um, total, um, as it relates to all of those utility bills so that was probably the biggest one um, that was probably pretty well going to be set here in september and we'll be done with that component of the budget
0: all right so what's uh next on the uh, budget schedule uh will you be you'll have to pare it down pretty soon and you'll have to uh in september you'll have to get that preliminary levy uh in place uh so where are we at what's uh the schedule between now and, and that point
1: Yes, yeah, so we did uh, take a look at our Economic Development Authority and our Housing Authority, um, certainly trying to grow our tax base as um, we have financial needs, too, so if we can have a little more people to help pay the bills with some uh, new industry. And then we have uh, significant housing needs, so the city council did give their blessing to the uh, preliminary budget re- in levy related to, to those. We've typically gone to the statutory maximum um, on those, which is a few hundred thousand, uh, that we can look at for for those operations september's meeting will be really honing in on the general funds we We knocked off a few other things last night we we approved tentatively reviewed over a million dollars in federal a r p a funds um to go out for housing for economic recovery for some ongoing city needs some of the things that we're going to be in the budget so we'll be able to hopefully reduce the cost to the taxpayers on some of our property tax levy because of some of those authorizations so that's a pretty big one that we're going to redo some of our numbers now that we have clarity on how some of those were used which will, which will really set us in good shape for the september 13th budget meeting because we'll need to be setting preliminary levies at the end of september and we hope that um that it's pretty close to what we think a final levy might be for this year
0: Ben, thank you so much for coming in. We certainly appreciate it. Is there anything else you'd like to mention while we have you here?
1: I don't think so. Appreciate
0: the time. All right. Uh, Ben Mardig North.